This is the Off the Charts Business Podcast for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Here, you'll learn how to design a scalable business so you can spend more time outside, away from the screen, through actionable ideas, real-world examples, and pep talks from your host, that's me, Natalie Lucier, founder of Access Ally. Join Natalie Lucier, business strategist and digital visionary, as she shows you how to increase the most important metrics in your business. Hi, this is Natalie Lucier, and you're listening to the Off the Charts Business Podcast. And in this episode, we are speaking with Carrie Green, who is an amazing entrepreneur and the founder of the Female Entrepreneur Association, which has over 400,000 women involved from all over the world. And she also has a private group members club, which is an incredible network of over 4,000 female entrepreneurs. And she's going to talk to us a little bit more about how she grew this community and how she built this membership site. So the other thing I want you to know, if you're not familiar with Carrie, is that she is the author of She Means Business, and that book is out now, so you will want to go and grab a copy of the book, find out more about her at thefemaleentrepreneurassociation.com. And as always, this episode is brought to you by Ambition Ally, which is where we design intuitive software tools for ambitious business owners just like you. So if you want your own membership site, you'll want to check out our Access Ally and Progress Ally plugins for WordPress. You can just go to ambitionally.com and grab a copy of those plugins for your own membership site. So without further ado, let's dive on into the interview. Thank you so much for being here with us, Carrie. I am so excited to be chatting with you today, and we're going to be talking about membership sites, design, community, and all kinds of awesome stuff that I think you know female entrepreneurs especially are going to get a lot out of. So thanks for being here. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So the first question is, you know, always interesting is, you know, how did you get to the business that you are today? I know that can be a long answer. So feel uh-huh. free to just, you know, highlight or or give us kind of a summary of how you got here today. I know. I don't know if anyone ever has a straightforward answer to that question. <laughs> um, I went around in lots of circles. I came up with lots of ideas. Um, but I guess the main parts were that uh, in 2005, I had just finished my first year at university and I'd run out of money. So I ended up starting an online business and it was this random opportunity that came up. I had no idea about online businesses whatsoever. And um, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to give this a go and see what I can make happen. So while I was at university, I was building this online business, which was phone unlocking so random and I learned so much and it became really successful so when I graduated I decided to carry on building the online business and I wanted to take it global and we did and we expanded and it was incredible but I found myself feeling so isolated as an entrepreneur and I just was like oh where are the people out there that are like me that you know are building online businesses that they can run from wherever and I just wanted to connect with people that were like-minded and I also really wanted to find inspirational resources because I felt like a lot of the personal development and business development felt so masculine and it didn't really resonate with me so I'd kind of had that idea for a while and it took me I think three years to finally kind of pluck up the courage to do something about it and then in 2011 I started the Female Entrepreneur Association and slowly stopped doing the other business and this became my full focus. 
I love that. And I totally agree. Sometimes the path is not as direct as people might make it seem or as we assume it should be, right? So that circular (laughs) circular path is really interesting to me. Um, So you mentioned that, you know, some of the resources that you were finding were just not necessarily as appealing or weren't speaking to your feminine side. So one of the things I love about your brand is how beautiful it is, how, you know, designed and really intentional it feels. So would you say that design had an impact on your your website and your, your entire business's success. And, you know, what, what tips do you have for people around branding and design? I feel like, um, I've always been really intentional about how I want to make people feel and the experience I'm creating. And I think a lot of that when it's an online business is derived from your website and from the content that you're putting out there. And a lot of that again comes down to the look and feel, cause that's the first thing we really see. But, um, all that being said, back when I started the Female Entrepreneur Association, while I thought what I was creating looked really nice, it was so horrific. I look back now and cringe at how bad it was. So I really think design is just a big evolution. Um, But for me, yeah, it's about constantly asking myself the question, what do I want my audience to experience? What do I want them to feel when they see this? And I think asking myself those questions is what's enabled me to kind of keep developing the brand, like you said, making it intentional and creating something beautiful. Like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to create something that people would see and it would make them feel all warm and inspired. So I think just having that intention and knowing that it's something you grow with and you you evolve over time, it doesn't need to be perfect. Um, but I think it's kind of keeping an open mind and allowing yourself to evolve. I think that's the key. Yeah, I love that. And I like, you know, what you said about how people feel. And that's something that I think about a lot in my marketing and and the different things that we put out there is, you know, how do I want people to feel when they read that email, when they, you know, read that, that tweet or watch that video or land on my website. So I think that's a great question that, you know, if you are working on your website, or if you're working on anything related to your brand, asking yourself, how do I want people to feel is a really powerful question. So thank you for bringing that up, Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. And so that really takes me to kind of how you grew your community and, and, you know, the female entrepreneur association and, um, you know, your membership site and all of those things. So could you give people tips or ideas if they wanted to build a community or an email list or kind of get things going if they're just getting started? Um, my, well, my number one tip is just persistence. (laughs) Like I just, I really think that the key to success, no matter what it is you're trying to achieve, is being persistent and sticking at it. Um, and if you can do that, you can't not grow. You have to grow. And it's something I've always thought to myself throughout building the Female Entrepreneur Association because it did not happen overnight. <laughs> um, it took years and years to kind of build it up and to get it to where it's at now. And I remember when I was starting out, I would ask people, I remember this one mentor, he had an email list of 30,000 people. And I would used to be like, how, how have you done it? And I just really wanted him to tell me what the secret was so I could do it too. And I since realized that the secret is just getting going and being ridiculously consistent. And I think that's kind of being consistent with what you're putting out there. So I'm presuming right now, well, that starts with knowing what your mission is and who you're knowing who your audience are for us, like the basics, the fundamentals. Um, but beyond that, it's really about what kind of content you're putting out there to serve and delight and to wow your audience. Again, it's coming back to that whole experience thing. And so for me, for the first, I think pretty much two years of building FEA, I was just focusing on that. I was focusing on 
thinking about how I could grow my audience. And I decided that instead of overwhelming myself with like all the different social media platforms, I was just going to become amazing at Facebook um, because I, you can't do it all. And it's just so tempting to want to do a little bit of Instagram and a little bit of Facebook. And then, oh, then you're like, oh, but Pinterest is so good. And you want to do it all. And I just knew it was just a rabbit hole and I would never have a breakthrough if I kept hopping from one to the next. So I just thought, you know what? I know if I focus on Facebook, I can become amazing at Facebook and I can figure out how to have a breakthrough. So I did. And I just was consistent, you know, even at the beginning when no one was responding to the things I was putting out there and it felt frustrating. I just kept going and kept learning and kept testing and testing and testing and then found discovered, discovered Facebook ads. And then that kind of developed a whole new level, you know, a whole new uh, reach for me. I could reach so many more people. Um, so I think getting really clear on what you're focusing on, what you're putting your effort into and just knowing, figuring out and having the patience to become an expert at that platform so that you can have the breakthroughs. is just so important. Um, but no matter what platform you pick, I think it's just really putting out content that your audience are absolutely going to bloody love. Um, I, I always ask myself the question when I discover brands that I really love and who compel me enough that I want to hit like, or I want to follow them, or I want to subscribe to that email list. I always take a step back and think, what did they do that compelled me so much to like them or follow them or give them my information? And I think it's such a good question to ask yourself because sometimes when it's your own business, you can't see the wood for the trees. But when you take a look back, a step back and look at the experience you have with other brands and why you love them, you can start to see, oh, right, because they did this or they said this thing and it hit me or they made this look so beautiful. And I think it's really interesting, um, you know, the experience we have with other brands and realizing we have to create that same experience for our own audience. And if we can go above and beyond to do that and to make it really special, then you will grow and um, anyone can do it. It's just, it's, it is so much more simple than we think it is. Yes. And I like what you said about looking at how, you know, your own experiences with other websites and other brands and social media, and sometimes even looking outside of your industry is a great way to get new ideas and just kind of cross pollinate so that you're not always thinking about strategies or, or other things that people in your industry have already done. So I love that. I think that's a great, great tip. Um, so that really brings me to I think you have such an amazing way of building community and really getting people on board with your vision. So tell me a little bit about your, your membership program and kind of how you came up with the idea for it and maybe, you know, something around launching it and kind of what that took to get there. So I, in 2013, I decided that I was going to start a membership site because I really liked the model for it. And if truth be told, I just was terrified to create a course because it felt really overwhelming to me. So I was like, I need to just do something. So I decided on the membership site. I had no idea what I was doing. and um, But I also felt like for me, it was a big um, a part of a membership site is creating that community. And that's already something I was creating with FEA and something I knew I wanted to dive deeper with. So a membership felt like it fit really well. And I just, oh goodness, I just had to <laughs> go through the growing pains to figure out how on earth to actually make it happen. I, drag, I dragged my feet a lot with it. And then it was just, has the success of the Members Club has largely been about cultivating that community and bringing people together with 
the the same vision, like-minded people who want to support one another, who want to um, who want to grow their businesses, who want to talk about the frustrations and the challenges they're going with, so they don't feel so alone or like they're going insane. Um, and so I think it's about sharing those values, and um, and that's what brings people together when you have a shared value. Um, so I think yeah, putting that out there. Um, also something really big that helped me to grow the membership site considerably was I hired a coach, Stu McLaren to work with. And he said to me, Carrie, you need to close your membership site down. So it's only open twice a year because the whole of the previous year before that I had my membership site was open all the time. And I was like, you're crazy. I'm not just having it open twice a year. That's insane. I'm going to be turning people away and telling people they can't join me. And, um, I, I ended up testing it out. And I remember having more, uh, we had 1240 people signed up in seven days. And I was like, Oh my goodness, we just had more people signed up in seven days than we hadn't signed up in an entire year. And that was a massive realization for me. Um, in terms of like growing a membership site and um, just understanding how you can how you can get encourage people to come and join you because if it's open all the time you can't have a special welcome on board and, an, and a special experience for everyone because um, people are just joining as and when they feel like it um, so that was a massive lesson that I learned um, but it's just been oh, one big learning curve um, but yeah, having a shared values, I think is one of the key things, especially with the membership site. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And such a great tip about, you know, opening and closing enrollment for the program, as opposed to always having it open and having people kind of trickle in when they find you. So what would you say? I know a lot of people worry about starting a membership site because of the content that they need to create to keep it going, right? And keep all the members happy and and all the things that you kind of promise when you open a membership site. So how have you dealt with creating all this content and keeping the feeding the content beast, if you will, <laughs> inside of your <laughs> membership site? <laughs> I remember when I got started, I was so nervous about that myself. Um, but I just thought, you know what, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to do it. And I launched the members club and I'd only created that month's content. I had an idea for the next month, but I hadn't even created it. So it was a bit I felt like it was a bit of a stupid idea, but I really wanted to get going because you can't know all the answers until you get going. And so for me, it's just kind of developed over time. In the first year, it was mainly me creating the content throughout uh, for each month. So each month I put together like a bundle. It's like one focused topic. Um, so it could be on sales funnels or webinars. So it's a particular topic. And then we, um, so at the beginning, I was just creating those myself. And then as it grew and developed, I started to reach out to some experts I built really great friendships with and to see if they would like to be featured experts inside the members club. So then that began happening. And again, when it first started, it was um, it was messy. I didn't know how it was going to work. I didn't know how to structure it. I didn't really know what to say to those people beyond let's keep this simple and the let's figure out what the transformation is that we want people to have when they go when they work through this bundle so they're going to start here and by the end they're going to have achieved this this and this so that's how I began with it and then the more I started working with experts the more I could refine kind of a process uh for working with them and then as time evolved even more and the members club grew I noticed that there were experts approaching me saying I'd, be, I'd really love to be a featured expert can I get involved when I started the members club never did I ever think for a second that I would be in a situation where people were coming to me saying please can I be a featured expert I'd love to share my content I just I didn't even think of that um so it's been 
an interesting process and um yeah it's just really evolved organically over the time and i think for anyone else who's freaking out about the content piece i just think you can either choose your dreams or you can choose fear and i think you should just choose to follow your heart and to start the membership site and see where it takes you because you just never know whether how the path will unfold um and i don't think you need to have all the pieces in place before you get started um i just think it's if you feel like it's the right thing to do to get started and i think then the right people turn up into your life and you'll read the right articles you'll listen to the right podcast and you'll like pick up all these little bits of information that help you to piece it all together yes when you start to take those steps things show up for you i love that that and i love that that's what happened for you and your experience too i think that's definitely been the case in, in my life when you commit to something it really, you know, comes together for you. Uh, so with something, something like that in mind, is there any like mistakes or anything, um, that you would share to kind of help people avoid some of the trial and error that maybe you had when you built your members, your members area and your membership site and, uh, you know, kind of started building that community? Um, oh my goodness. I could think of so many different things right now. I felt like it was, it is still so messy for me because I'm always trying to grow and develop it. So I haven't got things perfect. I don't think I ever will. Um, but I think a big thing is the technology side and using a good platform so it kind of can take out away some of the tech headaches. Um, you know, even simple things like uh, when you have recurring payments fail and knowing that you've got a process that handles that. I mean, I suppose that's not really an issue until like later on when you have lots of subscribers and you're trying to like deal with it all but I felt like for me that was a headache trying to actually get that set up and in place um but there are so many there are solutions out there that I'm sure can help people so much so yeah getting that tech side sorted and having help with that what other things I just think I feel like first and foremost it's that you have to care like I care so much about the members club. I care so much about every single person that's in there. I constantly just want to put my heart into it and just make it such an amazing space for these incredible women. I want to go above and beyond to serve those people. And I think for me, that's the most important thing to focus on. And I think if people just focus on that and just care more and more and more, then they will create a really successful space and a really successful membership site. Mm, that's so awesome. Yeah, I think that's the bottom line, right? I see a lot of people posting in, in groups and things like asking like, which plugin should I use? Or, you know, which theme should I use? And those are not the most important questions. I like what you said about really focusing on the value and, you know, caring about your members, because I think that's what's really felt on the other end of the screen, yeah. right? So I think that's really yeah, awesome. Definitely. <laughs> Awesome. So you have a book out. Can you tell us a little bit about the process behind that and kind of how that came to be into the world and, and maybe any tips for people who want to write books too, and, and definitely tell us about the book. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know it's so exciting and crazy that it's actually got to this point. So it's called She Means Business, Turn Your Ideas into Reality and Become a Wildly Successful Entrepreneur. And it's been like six years in the making. It's been such a long process since I came up with the idea. And then Oh, the process of actually making it happen was a big emotional roller coaster for me, um, as so often big dreams are. I feel like we come up with these big dreams and then all of a sudden all the resistance rises up within us that just 
can really hold us back and slow us down. Definitely happened for me. Um, and I talk a lot about that in the book. It's about how crazy and exciting and exhilarating and terrifying the entrepreneurial journey is and how, you know, we kind of largely have to buckle up on the ride and just let go and enjoy the process and really honor the process of the ups and downs and uh, talk about how conditioning myself for success has been such a huge part of enabling me to create the, su the success I've created um, because I just feel like you can have all the skills and talent in the world but if you haven't got the right mindset you're it's going to be hard to make amazing things happen so I talk a lot about that because I just think it's so fundamental um, along any entrepreneurial journey so the, there's three parts the first part is she shows up for her dreams which is all really about how it's on us to show up and all the different I call it my my uh, bag of mindset magic tricks <laughs> and talk about yeah all sorts of that. mind things that conditioning yourself for success the second part is all about um just called she gets out there and shines which is all about like how do you actually get your business out there build your audience and create a successful business and the third part is called she's unstoppable which is kind of coming back to yourself and figuring out how do you move past the overwhelm and the discomfort and the growing pains that rise up how do you stay sane and take care of yourself and build like a group of support around yourself so um, it's kind of a lot of personal development in it to be fair but it's been yeah one heck of a process uh, I think for me it was like something I put on my goal board and knew I wanted to do it I always have vision boards and then I remember deciding I wanted to get it published with Hay House and sticking that on my vision board and I just really believe that when you get so intentional about what you want and you kind of stay focused on it that you can just I suppose manifest the most incredible things into your life and even though it might take forever <laughs> um we can all get there and make it happen and that's definitely what happened with this book I love it oh my gosh well thank you Carrie if I had to kind of sum up some of the big ideas that you shared with us today are you know how do you make people feel if you really care about them then that will shine through and also sometimes less is more when it comes to picking a social media platform. And I love some of the marketing tips you shared too. That was awesome. And it's interesting what you shared also about mindset for writing your book. And really it, it applies all across the board in business. I can definitely vouch for that in my life mm -hmm. too. You know, if you come in with the right mindset, then you can definitely overcome any obstacles that show up along the way, including resistance, which I understand <laughs> is a big tough one yeah. sometimes. I know, it's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> So Carrie, where can people get the book, find out more about you and just kind of stay connected with you? Oh, the book is over at shemeansbusinessbook.com, um, which has got all like the details of the book and the bonuses and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, for everything else, the female entrepreneur association.com is where everyone can come and find me. It's where I hang out my little space online. <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I know you've got a lot going on. So go and check out Carrie Green. She's amazing. And thank you so much for being here today. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I've loved it. Want to keep growing your business on your terms? Then sign up for my free newsletter, The Momentum Memo. You'll get quick, actionable tips to gain momentum in your business every Tuesday. Head over to natalielussier.com forward slash memo to join over 6,000 other entrepreneurs scaling on their terms. Whether you're just getting started or have been running your business for a while, the Momentum Memo has something for you. 